I, you know, I kind of begrudgingly respect just the dedication to not getting better at what you do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> just coast through life. It, it probably shouldn't even happen. Oh, if you anyway. got it, you got to flaunt it, acid. Uh, you know what? I got a lot of stuff that I don't want to flaunt, so <laughs> I just keep it to myself. Jeremy is really big into the used mattresses. <laughs> I think that's an excellent, excellent deal. He has a used mattress store on the side. <laughs> and we found out that Anthony's friends are all 13-year-old boys. <laughs> Whoever wins gets assets ball soap. <laughs> Clay, uh, how you doing? Doing a little more poorly after that terrible, terrible introduction. I was just fine, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Sci-Fi Gangsters. This is the show where we talk about science fiction, comic books, and video games. But really, it's just an excuse for me to catch up with my friends. And today is an exciting episode because it is our annual episode where we were we re- recap, we review Dragon Con this year, Dragon Con 2023. I know all of us are very excited to talk about our time at Dragon Con. I'm very excited to hear about how Tony and Matt, their experience, because I didn't see any of you. I saw pictures. I saw plenty of pictures on Facebook and Instagram of all the fun that you were doing, Matt, the cosplay. Uh, obviously, me and Jeremy were we were bunking together, so I saw plenty of them. Probably too much. Uh, no, that's actually probably what he thinks. He probably saw me too much. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to seeing or hearing about your guys' uh, experience at Dragon Con. And then Acid will be there too. He'll he'll be here. <laughs> Uh, I'm bringing up Mortal Kombat or something. Just I'm just here. Uh, I'm just here for moral support. Talking about Combo Breaker, right? A con that <laughs> oh, we're no. not talking about today, but it's really fun to bring it up. Whatever. That you'll, that you'll never go to. That's okay. That's what it's about, baby. All right. I don't know why I went with the baby there at the top of the show. Uh, but uh, once again, that is our, our topic for today. We're recapping. And uh, why don't we go ahead and just get right into it? So we're going to, we'll say this. We'll, we'll do three things. Three experiences that we enjoyed or perhaps didn't enjoy about Dragon Con. I don't think I have any complaints, but uh, three things. We'll kind of go in a a round robin uh, situation here, but three things that you are that you most enjoyed about Dragon Con 2023. We're going to start off with the head honcho, the head honcho here. He's the he's he's making he's rising up the hierarchy of Dragon Con. Uh, getting these awesome panels, interviewing these guests. So we're gonna start off with the with, with Tony. Tony, how you doing? I didn't realize I was the head honcho. I'm sorry. I was I was tuning out. I was like, oh cool. Can't wait to hear what they have to say. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm good, man. I had a I had a really good con. Um, to your point, I have nothing. No, even if I was trying, I have no no negatives. Um, you know, a couple little travel hassles, but like shook those off pretty quick. It didn't ruin the trip at all. Um, so yeah, really, really good year this year. Uh, I forgot to mention, I would, I, um, appreciate you guys rescheduling. I had a conflict yesterday. So, so thank you for, uh, moving this around so I can join. Cause I, I always like talking dragon gun, but let's see. Oh boy. La- uh, last episode, one of my things was to see my friends. So that's, that's number three. That's definitely not the top of the list, but, um, obviously I got to see some friends, but not just see them. A lot of them did panels and stuff as well, and I either got to watch their panels or help with their panels or be a part of their panels, uh, and those all went went well as well. So uh, I was pretty excited for them. It was fun. It was a good time. 
so that was that was my number three is getting to check out a bunch of friends's panels. Well, fantastic. Can you think of a, a panel that you really enjoyed? That, that a friend yeah 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 so um um some friends of mine that i do another podcast with they do a panel called sketching shakespeare and look i've told them i don't care about shakespeare i'm not a shakespeare fan i'm not going to pretend just because we're friends but <laughs> they they do this like improv thing where one person uh, the one woman it's, it's two women one of them like literally knows everything about shakespeare so she's like doing all these crazy shakespeare improvs with with uh, cues from the audience. They're coming up with ideas. And then the other woman's like literally drawn everything out as they're talking because she's an artist. And so she's the sketching of sketching Shakespeare. Uh, so it's just a lot of fun, man. It's e even I, who I don't know Jack about Shakespeare, um, have fun at it, just watching them do their thing and watching other people have fun. So that was just one of them, man. There was, there was a ton, but that's the first one that comes to mind. I'm sure you're going to save um, your panel with Paul Bettany for the last. Is that what we're going to do? I, I get it. Look, That's I'm excited two. to hear. I'm excited to hear all about that. I saw some of the pictures. It looked like a, a, a blast. Um, my panel was canceled, by the way. We can get to that later. But mine, but my my mine was canceled without ever hearing that it was canceled. Look, it's a long story. So the academic track that of Dragon Con has a reputation of not being run very well. Um, so the fact that mine was canceled without me, without even, so it was accepted. Now they didn't make it clear when it was accepted. When it, was, it was accepted like months before DragonCon. It made it clear that there's no guarantee that it'll be part of DragonCon um, or like DragonCon itself will accept the panel, but I didn't hear anything about it. It's like the the schedule pops up on the, uh, on the app. And I'm like, I can't find myself. I'm, I'm just assuming it got canceled. I reached out to the person in charge, didn't hear anything back. So I just assumed, I guess my panel just was canceled, just not accepted or it got lost. It got lost in the mail. I don't know what happened. But the funny thing about it is I, I was wrapping up my, my dissertation. I was super busy. So I was actually kind of happy that it got canceled, to be honest with you. But anyways, um, so just get that out of the way uh, firsthand. But let's go ahead and move on to Matt Z. Matt well, what's one thing that you enjoy the most this uh, DragonCon 2023? I don't know about you, but this year it felt like the crowds were better dispersed. Like I actually mm. had an easier time getting around. I know on Saturday they actually limited the um, the one uh, the one day sales. One day passes, yeah. Right, mm. right, right. So like uh, it was just nice to finally like move around without being like shoulder to shoulder being able to find people, like Tony said, hanging out with friends, uh, that also made it a lot easier. I think a lot of people, uh, b before the big hangout place was always the Marriott, you know, you go to the atrium level and you go to the, uh, the lobby level, everybody's just packed in there. But I think, um, as the years have gone by, the Hilton steps are where to be, especially at night during the, the cooler quote unquote fall weather. Um, done a fantastic job i'm not being paid by hilton but they have been doing a fantastic <laughs> job about like catering to people being there they have djs out by the stairs they held even in the main lobby area uh i think they were sponsored by nintendo or somebody did it without nintendo's approval whatever but they did have this whole like nintendo theme thing so more and more people i think are flocking to the hilton and mm -hmm. i think it's nice it's being nicely distributed i myself um I, I stay at the Hyatt. I always just hang out in the Hyatt. So um, it gave me more room. So 
it was nice to have that breathing space without having the stress of people, especially if like you're an introvert and you just it's hard for you to deal with the crowds as well. Um, it was nice seeing all those people and taking it easy for a change. So, and I think I did see you at one point. I don't remember, but I didn't call you out. Yes. Oh no, you should have called me out. I we know. Have I a conversation. I, I, we could have said hi. Um, but because uh, like that's the nice thing about I'm so, sorry to deter here because I'm, I'm super ADD. That's the nice thing about your costume is that it's unique. So if you see if if we see you in a crowd, we know it's you. But right. that was my that was my 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 first point here is is the crowds. It was actually nicer this year. Yeah, I'll second that emotion. It did. It does. So before the pandemic, it got pretty crazy. Right. How like on a Saturday in the Marriott, like you could barely move. And right. like getting and getting like eating, like just, try, just sitting down to eat was impossible. Even if like you left mm-hmm. like the area, it was impossible. I did not have a, a single problem getting food this year, right. which I'm not, I'm kind of surprised because I thought, you know, post, I don't want to say post pandemic, but like we're sort of getting past the pandemic now. So right. Right. I thought, I thought this was going to be crazy, mm-hmm. but there wasn't, there wasn't a single time where, I felt like we had a difficult time getting food other than the fact that we had a large group. Like we had, right. Right. We had like 11 together. people in our group. But, um, and also I felt like there was more food ar- like around. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, so Dragon Con has always, like when we first started going to Dragon Con, Jeremy, I don't know if you remember this, but it, it, if you remember correctly, there wasn't a lot of food choices. There, there wasn't a lot open to eat in downtown Atlanta. I feel like it's it's gotten better. Obviously, food trucks have helped mm-hmm. out a ton. Thank God they have those food trucks. Uh, um, some of the bars were open later. Like, I was able to get wings at 10 p.m., which is not good for me because if I can eat, if it's 10 p.m. and I can get some wings, I'm getting some damn wings. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I just felt like everything about this Dragon Con experience was a little more enjoyable because mm-hmm. the crowds were a little condensed. And of course, if you say that, people get upset because they're like, "Well, you're, you're, you're you know, I will, I, I can only afford to go Saturday, and I wasn't able to get a ticket." I get, look, I get it, you know. But right. at a certain point, it gets so crazy. But I, I felt like it was an enjoyable experience because of the crowds. They they capped it this year at uh, seventy thousand tickets. So Ooh. I was a part of like the the opening ceremony thing at the last minute. And that was one of their things. They're like, hey, we we capped it at 70,000. I've been years where it was like 90, you know, yeah. and 90 plus. And I think that 20,000 people <laughs> makes a difference. And that's what you guys are seeing, you mm-hmm. know, especially because those 20,000 people are all there on a Saturday. You they know are. it. <laughs> they most certainly are. Yeah, definitely. Very good. All right, Jeremy, we'll move to you. Uh, so one of the things that I... I had the most fun with was the t-shirt exchange that we did on <laughs> Wednesday night. Um, Why don't so, you go ahead and t- tell them about this tradition? You don't have to say what the t-shirt said, um, but this is a new thing that we started this year. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if tradition is, it was an experiment, I guess, <laughs> um, but it'll, it'll probably hang around. So it was kind of like a, a dirty Santa kind of thing. So, each person in the group got somebody else and they essentially had a year to uh, think of the best shirt they could get and make that person wear the rest of Wednesday night. Um, the, these shirts uh, are not fit for discussion here, but uh, it was, it was quite a bit of fun. 
some of the things that were said on these shirts, like the shirt that I got, I said, I am not wearing this shirt around DragonCon. Every, si- every single person wore their shirt except for That's true. That's true. But see, I got, I got Mike a brony shirt. I mean, that's, that's kind of embarrassing, but it's also kind of fun in a way. I will say yours was decidedly not the worst. That's true. That's most certainly true. But mine was one that I was not going to, <laughs> I was not going to wear. Um, but yeah, very good. Excellent. So the t-shirt exchange is your answer. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the highlights. For those listening, he's actually wearing it now. Yeah, right. <laughs> For those of you who are listening at home. Uh, Acid, your thoughts? I just assume it's a Trump Musk 2024 shirt that you're talking about <laughs> uh, that you don't want to wear. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I would rather wear that. Really? <laughs> wow. That is that says a lot. Shirt that says that a lot coming from you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't have anything to contribute to the Dragon Con, as if you know, I was not there. However, I do know that uh, one of our drivers. Uh, attended dragon con and it was you that told me about okay that yes. you were the one that told me that johnny depp yes okay. he he did johnny depp each night so he did an edward scissorhands he did we saw him you did see him okay well, yeah. we saw a guy who looked just like johnny depp he's dressed pretty as johnny depp yeah he's he's pretty accurate like it's it's pretty scary how accurate it is like during during the halloween season um he'll usually drive his bus um dressed as uh, jack sparrow so it's it's pretty it's pretty nifty what he does so he he's, went all re- in too. He he's super tall do what i said he started yelling at women he was all that's in it. character yeah good that's good yeah um but yeah he's super tall he, he does a really good job with it but yeah he was back he said he had a good time so uh yeah that's all the dragon con i can I can contribute. I said, you could have just said you were there. Like, ah, I just didn't see you. I would have I was dressed. Oh, man. Yeah. Make something so up. crazy. I was dressed. 70,000 people. What can you the do? the bearded Elon okay. Musk. That's where I, that's where I was. See, yeah. Matt saw me, and he just refused to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> the, the less interaction I have with people, the better. I hear you. So do you go? So, Matt, do you go with a group, or do you just head out? Yes. You do? Oh, I, I, I head there with, like, a, uh, I stay with a friend. But then I just kind of text people as, you know, it happens. Oh, as it goes. So would you say, yeah. I mean, I guess this is for everybody. Would you say this, it's it's starting to, to grow a little more since the pandemic? Like, is the crowd back? Is Dragon Con back at full capacity, if you want to call it that? It was kind of at full capacity during the pandemic. I oh, mean, was it? Okay. <laughs> I mean, so it wasn't like. No one stayed away. Crazy. Now we're, we're any crazy like because when i went to combo breaker last year they were still making us wear masks was that any was that an issue this year for y'all no and 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 many of us got sick too (laughs) (laughs) did you so uh, quick quick trivia question matt con crud yes no yes always wow okay tony con crud yes no nope uh uh no con crud no covid for like Four years running, man. I got it under control. Vitamin C. I will say so for me, no COVID, but Concrud. Jeremy, Concrud, yes, no. No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't believe in it. As long as you don't believe in it. So um, my answer, of course, I feel like we have a theme for our first, and that's going to be friends, just hanging out with a group. 
uh, the group that me and Jeremy go with, um, it keeps getting larger and larger. It's becoming harder and harder to like get like seats together when we go out to eat. Mm. Uh, but um, it's it's always fun to hang out with the crew. We kind of like typically split up, or I typically leave oftentimes to cosplay. I know I cosplay a lot this year, so my Venom Stoom Trooper cosplay. I think three days where I spent several hours in it, um, just trying to trying to hold it together as it falls apart, which it always does when you're out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, Matt, you have a question. You need a handler. Anything that mm. requires armor, you need a. Especially if you're wearing a helmet, you can't see if stuff falls off. So when I when I went dressed as Snake Eyes, I my my ex at the time she would follow me around. It's like, hey, your butt's hanging off, uh, stuff like that. So. Yeah. Pay pay Alinda to go with you and be like, hey. Well, well, first of all, that's never going to happen. She has no interest <laughs> in that whatsoever. Uh, but uh, the first night on Thursday when I wore it, uh, we have, I was kind of walking with the group, and that helped out a ton, just right. figuring out how easily some of like, the tentacles that I have that pop out, they, they have magnets, but if right. it touches something slightly, it falls off. So then I'm able to catch it. But every other day, the other two days, I had to kind of go off by myself because everyone was kind of doing their own thing. Um, so I kind of took everything off. Basically, I had the helmet off. I had the tentacles off. I carried everything. And once I found a spot, that's when I put everything on. Or actually, mm. I, I I asked people to help me. Like, I was like, hey, you mind? I, this is how like, they put the tentacles on. I put the helmet on. People can you grab helpful. my tentacles? Like randos? <laughs> Just random. I go just random. Per- well, because what would end up happening it was actually pretty easy. I would get there, helmet in a hand, tentacles in another hand, and someone would say, "Dude, that's an awesome costume, man. Can I take a picture?" Sure. Sure. Can but- you help me put it together? <laughs> and it happened. It happened every time. It happened every huh. time. So, like, I, I would find my spot, put everything on, and once I was in my spot, I could kind of just hang out there. And I'll, I'll save this for my next uh, thing. But uh, yeah, so hanging out with friends. Uh, we did a D&D campaign, which I had to leave, or um, uh, one shot, which I had to leave early to make it to the Star Wars con- uh, cosplay contest, which I did not win. Uh, but uh, I was a little disappointed that I had to leave that uh, very soon. But just hanging out with everybody, uh, seeing everybody again. Um, uh, I think next year, Jeremy, we have a group cosplay that we're we're going to do. We're going to do uh, We Blew Ourselves, where we're all blue characters. Super excited about that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, wow. I, I would, I would agree. Yeah. Hanging out with friends would be my number one. All right. Moving on to number two, Tony, what you got? Yeah. So I, I did have the opportunity to do, um, moderate a few panels. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I did a panel with, uh, Matt Ryan, Katie Lotz and Adam Shankman. They were great. Matt Ryan was super amazing. Um, the Nicole- quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> That was the first thing I asked him. I was like, so, like, we're in Atlanta. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I used to live here. Um, and people all the time thought I was the football player. <laughs> I was like, well, did you did you tell them you weren't? He's like, no, I just let them think it. <laughs> so, nice. um, so, yeah, we, you know, at Matt Ryan in Atlanta, that's the first thing I have to ask. Although I feel like most of the room didn't care about football. But, you know, boy, when, when am I going to get that chance again? I always think of it the other way. When I hear Matt Ryan, I think of Constantine. There so, you go. You're right. And there's also a football player. Right, right. <laughs> That's how I see it. Um, you play fantasy football. I'll just say that. But go on. <laughs> I did a panel with um, Nicole Maines and Jesse Rath from Supergirl. They were great. Um, but, yeah, man, the big one was Paul Bettany on a Saturday afternoon. 
Uh, I was freaking out. I was pretty nervous. Um, but it went well, man. He came backstage. He's like a giant. Like, I mean, I'm not that tall, but he's, I don't know. He's, I, I feel like six, four, six, three, six, four. Wow. Um, and he's Paul Bettany, you know, and fucking vision. I was like, Oh, okay. Um, but because of the writer strike, we couldn't talk about Avengers. We couldn't talk about Knight's Tale, any of the things. So we, we had a random conversation about just his life and things that he's into and how he met his wife, which is Jennifer Connelly, by the way. Oh. Um, and then people submitted random questions about uh, him appearing in nude scenes because he was nude in Knight's Tale. Um, and he, he gladly talked about it. It was, it was, it was family friendly, but still talked about it. Um, and apparently, uh, Paul Bettany, AKA vision loves cheese. We talked about cheese for like 10 whole minutes and despi- absolutely despises peanut butter and jelly. I don't know. Mm. I would, that didn't, we didn't even bring that up. I just felt like he had it on his chest and he's been waiting for this moment to talk to people about how much he, he disliked peanut butter and jelly. I'm okay. Um, like, I agree with that. I, I do not like peanut butter and jelly either. I do like peanut butter and honey, but I do not like peanut butter and jelly. I, well, I think I'll let them know next time. I'll be like, hey, man, you're not the only one. Um, <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. What, peanut butter and honey? It's good. Yeah. It's, peanut butter good. and honey is good. good. That's too much on the sweet side. Like, the jelly, like, the fruit tart i'm uh, not so really tart mm. but like the fruit well, acid I, kind when of balances I, when i use peanut butter i use all natural not the, the acid yeah yeah i, I use the the bitter okay. peanut, oh, pe- okay. peanut butter and honey is what they used to put in our paper sack lunches at school when we went on a field, a trip. field trip yeah <laughs> right those were the field trip <laughs> yep, sandwiches that was it and that white like wax paper yes yeah. and all and then and you got the rotten apple with it it was horrible <laughs> or terrible. the best and honey doesn't spoil, so it, it it lasts a while. But it does. Yeah, it was it was a good panel. It was on um, DC TV, which apparently they played in the the mall because someone mm. sent me a picture. Uh, they're like, "This is happen. Is this you right now?" I was like, "Oh God, what?" Um, so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was probably the the biggest interview I've done yet, and um, yeah, it was it was exciting. But you know, tell, tell, but I have a question. I have a that's question only number you. two. There's that two. wasn't my number one, so you'll oh, have wow. to wait. But you have a question. What's up? I, so this is a question that I, I don't know if this is a little too inside baseball, like term, talking about like the the politics of Dragon Con, if you will, right? The the hierarchy of Dragon Con, the the volunteer staff, right? Obviously, you seem to be moving up the ladder here, mm-hmm. right? You started off at a certain point, and now you're moving up. How does that work? Like, how do you get Paul Bettany? Is it because they say he's been around for a long time? He's been doing great on panels. Let's talk to Tony. Is that how, how does that work exactly? So um, I started doing panel. So my very, very first panel I ever did was, um, tw- I think, 25th anniversary of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. The American mm-hmm. sci-fi track did. It's my favorite movie of all time. And so I was like, I got to be on that. And they're like, sure, come on. And I had a blast. I was like, oh, this is great. This was a, a good time. Then I got more involved in the digital media track, which is the podcasting and YouTube track. Um, so for a couple of years, I did a lot of panels with them. And then we did um, when it was uh, uh, COVID, it was virtual. And so I was asked to do a virtual moderation with, um, oh man, what is that? Uh, Creative Miles Morales. Um, forgot his name. I'll remember later. 
Okay. Uh, anyway, did a did a virtual thing with him, and then yeah, to your point, like the 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 quote unquote powers that be, which let me tell you, it's it's a tiny little group of people that are actually like um, like uh, employees of the con. It's a very okay. small little circle, and um, a couple of people like saw wearing that. like masks, like <laughs> like a long nose. <laughs> you, you don't even see their faces. Oh, it's like an eyes wide shut or something. Yeah, no, right, it's not yeah. not nearly that cool. Um, they do have good snacks, though. I'll say that. But um, someone saw that, and then yeah, they're like, "Oh, do you want to do this next year?" Sure. And then that went well. And then I, yeah, it was. I'm now one of the like older, not not physical. Oh, I think I am also age old, but one of the more like seasoned, tenured um, moderators. And then what's crazy is they have a few, but. A lot of the big panels happen at the same time. So no one right. person can be everywhere at once. And I, I learned they do that on purpose. Well, I think they do it on purpose to spread everything out. I think know? that's smart. So you can't have one moderator be in four places. So, you know, because of all that, the way it fell, um, yeah, the, the guy I work with was like, hey, let, you know, you want to do Paul Bettany? Um, so, yeah, it was great, man. And it, it went really well. And, I, and people, people seem to enjoy it. He seemed to enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, if you're ever, if you're interested, let me know. There's, mm-hmm. you know, you got it. Usually it helps if you do some stuff on the track first. Right. Well, that's kind of to answer your question. And then we can move on. Like if you, if you moderate some panels on a track and then you eventually become a professional guest, then eventually you step up from that. That's, that's my progression. And that's what I've seen a lot of other people have a similar progression. Yeah. The reason why I bring this up is because like I, Obviously, I've been to a lot of panels, seen a lot of moderators. Some of them are great. Like I'm like, oh wow, this this person knows what they're doing, right? Um, and then every every once in a while, I'll see a panel. And I'm like, okay, I I can do this, or like like I'm not even trying to insult the person. I'm no, just not saying, at all. like I agree with you. Like I feel like I could do a great job. Like I I could do great at this particular thing, right? And like I could in I could MC this thing pretty well. So I was like. But I, I don't want to be like the line guy at midnight. Like I don't want to start. I don't want to start there to get to whatever. But yeah. And you, you and I have a similar path in that we do podcasting. We we've done open mics. That's the that's the biggest thing I think that helped me is those darn open mics, man. Because that's not easy, you yeah. know. And so the the people that aren't as good, um, I just feel like. And also, you're a talker. I'm a talker. We're talking. Right. We're talking people. Um, I feel like the people that aren't as good don't have the confidence in carrying a conversation. So honestly, and I'm not just saying it because I'm on your show. Like, I think that's something you would you would be good at because Thank you're a you. talker. You know, a talker. Um, my I was at an arrow panel. I'll never forget. And I said the same thing you did. I was like, yeah, these people kind of suck. I can do better than that. And that was my <laughs> all driven by spite. Like most things, I was, <laughs> you know. So, like I felt like the guy did fine, but I was like, I feel like I could, I can knock this thing out of the park. Anyways, moving on, Matt, number two. <laughs> number I two. am going to ride off of the coattails of Tony here and yeah. say a panel. Um, so I normally don't go to panels, and but Elijah Wood and um, I almost said Sean Bean. Good lord, Aston, um, Sean Aston. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, they were there, so I I had to go see obviously Sam and Frodo, 
And not just being able to see them, but like you said, because of the writer strike going on right now, it's a big thing. So we were actually surprised that, uh, that they got as many guests as they could because the problem is you can't be promoting current, future, or even past because they're still making money off of the stuff. So obviously you go see Elijah Wood and Sean Astin together to hear about Lord of the Rings. So this whole panel essentially became redacted, redacted the panel. So they wanted so badly <laughs> to talk about like Lord of the Rings, but they couldn't say it. So it, the whole panel became this guessing game of like, let's talk about this movie, but let's like vaguely describe it and see if the audience can figure it out. So, I mean, obviously Lord of the Rings was about uh, four short people going on a hike. So they were constantly <laughs> talking about that. And at one point, I think he mentioned King Kong because I did not know Sean Astin was in King Kong. Uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. So he was talking about a movie where a bunch of people go to an island and they see a really big thing. So it was really, it was really good to hear. Uh, uh, they didn't, and they didn't talk too much about the experiences because I guess they've they've talked those to death. Um, mm -hmm. But it was just good hearing them talk because the two have a really good dynamic together. They they play off of each other very well. At one point, I was just like, just kiss already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So it's it, it was fun hearing it, and Sean Astin is part of the committee doing the negotiations for exactly yeah for for the uh, for the strike, and it was just it was really good to see hear him talk passionately about something that means a lot to people right now, and not to deter the conversation here about Dragon Con or anything, but like the strike is really affecting a lot of people, especially mm -hmm. here in Atlanta. Uh, a friend of mine who actually makes my costumes, uh, God Save the Queen fashions. She works in the industry and she is out of work. And I was talking to her and she said, uh, based off of history, this is probably going to go on through next year. So it's rough right now. So um, Sean and um, I'm, on, I'm on a first name basis with them. Sean and Elijah, they they were basically spent most of the time talking about how this is affecting everything. And it was kind of neat to hear it firsthand and how much how, how important this essentially is. So but in short, yeah, panels, I should really do them more often. We actually left early a uh, another panel about how to make sodas to go see them so i think it was a wise choice unless uh sean astin and elijah wood suddenly started talking about how to make a how to make sodas that would that would have been great but yeah yeah panels. could have been a big fish panel exactly yeah, they could have talked big fish it would have been okay wait wait like like the, the 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 tim burton movie book did they make sodas in that oh, they could have I don't know. It's been a while <laughs> since I've seen it. But yeah, <laughs> Elijah like, Wood was in what? Big Fish. So. Was he? I don't remember. I, I, I saw the movie once. Yeah, yeah Elijah Wood was once. in Big Fish. What? Yeah. They uh, they filmed that near my hometown. Yeah, uh, it was it was a big deal. Like it, <laughs> if oh, yeah. I remember right, it takes place. A uh, parts of it takes place in Auburn, but yeah, Auburn wouldn't let them film there. Yeah, and so it was filmed in places like Birmingham and yeah, it was, uh, yeah. just around the Alabama area. Yep. I so. need to rewatch it, but I'm just scared because like it was sad. I'm like, I remember oh. not liking it. <laughs> um, I gotta jump on. Well, first off, I'm glad you made it to a panel. I'm I'm partial to the panels. I love them. Um, and you mentioned, um, um, oh, see, now I'm blanking out. Sean, our first name, Sean Aston, Aston. exactly, is, yeah. is a part of the the group, like uh, the the I don't know what the heck you want to call it, the board of SAG or whatever, right? And He's on the negotiating committee. Yes. Well, yes. he actually he represents cons and oh. convention appearances, and him. I don't know how much I should say, but like. The reason he came, a lot of people, he wants the cons to keep happening. And he was mm -hmm. like, we can work this out. We can find a middle 
and that's kind of his area. And he came as a show of faith to like the other actors. Like, look, we know you guys feel uncomfortable, but don't worry. I'm here. I'm doing it too. We can do this and, and still have fun without promoting stuff. Right. Right. Uh, right. It was a challenge. It was a weird year, but I, I liked it. I don't yeah. want to hear. Why didn't you guys take the bird to Mordor again? Like, you know, exactly. So. Exactly. And they probably had to answer that so right. many times. You can find a YouTube channel on it that has it. But like even with like Dragon Con's social media, I'm not sure if you're a, a part of that. But like whenever they would get a new guest, obviously they couldn't say, oh, we got so and so from Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds. They would say something. Oh, we got um, Anson Mount. I wonder what his favorite sandwich is. And that's what that post would be about. And at first I, I got angry. I'm like, tell me where these people are from. And then it, like, it hit me. It's like, Oh, duh, they can't, they can't. So they got to be as like fun and creative with it as possible. So kudos to them. Well, very good. Excellent. So panels seems to be the theme of this second round here. Jeremy, are you, are you getting away from the theme or are you sticking with it? I mean, I can wait and talk about it next round, but mine was going to be panels as well. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Let's go. Yes. Uh, I mean, yes, yeah, so I was, I was at the, um, Sean Aston, Elijah Wood panel as well. It was, it was really good. It was one of the better run ones um, in recent years. I heard the Paul Bettany one was a piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I also went to uh, what would be the Firefly panel, which was um, run in a very different way. And they did not care about dropping names uh, at all. So it was, it was kind of funny, um, how different those two panels were, but, uh, yeah, it was the first time seeing Jewel state. She was delightful. It was, uh, it was, it was good. It was fun. I, I wish that, uh, they could have got the full cast, but it was, it was so fun. Didn't Baldwin get in trouble was for something like recently. And that's why he's kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Uh, he's very conservative. That's what it was. And so, yeah, depending on the climate at the time, he's right. in various stages of uh, ill repute. Wasn't Nathan Fillion originally supposed to come and he had to cancel? Is that true? Or am I, am I making that no, up? No, that's that's true. He was supposed to be there. He canceled. But then um, Gina Torres came in his place. Hmm. All right. Well, very good. So Jeremy also enjoyed the panels. I'll go I'll slightly because... I didn't, ve- I didn't go to many panels this year. Uh, so I'll go ahead and talk about my <laughs> – Tony's just shaking his head in dis- and just disapproval. I actually went Disapproval, to a- disdain, disgust, all of it. I went to a Star Trek Adventures uh, panel. Uh, but anyways, moving on. So uh, let's talk about my cosplay experience. All right, so I, I, re- I upgraded my Venom uh, Trooper cosplay – Last year, I, I did the armor. I, I originally had a helmet that I bought at Dragon Con. But this year, I thought, I want to make some upgrades. So I did the, you can kind of see in the background, for those of you who are watching at home, you can see there that I added the tongue, I added the teeth coming out, and I added some tentacles coming out the back with some uh, magnets. That way, they could be detachable. All right, so uh, added some upgrades, fixed a couple things on the Venom cosplay. And this year was basically, I'm just going to see how long I can last in this thing, right? So Mm. uh, Thursday, spent several hours wearing it. Huge hit, like in terms of if we're going to measure 
uh, photograph requests per minute. Like it was just constant, right? Which, which is fantastic because as someone who often feels uncomfortable, like uh, with the idea of what cosplay is, like the idea of like, but also loves the attention that comes from cosplay because I'm a very needy extrovert, right? Is that, um, you know, it, it's the best way to describe it for people who don't understand it's like it's almost like you created a work of art like you painted something and you took it to an exhibit and you just sat there and watched people enjoy it that's what it is so i'm wearing the cosplay and every time i get a photo request that's that validation that i'm getting from people and it turns into like photograph 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 and i'm just there i'm like i'm just gonna keep hanging out here until people stop asking for photographs. And of course it gets to a point where you're like, yeah, this is never going to end. <laughs> people are going to constantly ask for photographs. So at one point, like I just need to like leave. But so, you know, Thursday, I think Saturday and Sunday, I spent several hours in it, obviously trying to hold it together as it sort of falls apart on me. But like I told you before, my strategy was put everything on, take helmet off so I can see everything take the tentacles off so I have in my hand, get to my location, then put everything together and just hang out in one spot. And that's kind of what I did. Like I moved around every once in a while if I noticed like things were going on that were like, for example, if like another cosplayer like came into my zone, like I moved because I was like, he's taking away my photographs. <laughs> like it, it's so weird how like that kind of stuff sort of revolves in your head. You it's know? like a pose off, like a, like a, there you go fitness competition pose off it's literally a pose off so i'll be in one spot and then i start noticing i'm not getting a lot of photograph requests i don't i don't know what's happening so i'll just go move and as soon as i move i find a new spot i just hang out there which really is arrogant like it's like the most like narcissistic thing you could possibly do is like standing <laughs> a location and say hey this is worthy of pictures like but it's the weirdest Go ahead, Matt. I was about to say, but that's part of why we do this. Yeah, almost certainly. I was, I was about to say, I was about to ask, where was your primary spot? I'm gonna. It's the Marriott. It's I was about to say the atrium level. Atrium level Marriott by, by the sail barge. Right, right after that's you. That's the, the where that's where I get the most photo requests. That's where you get the like the biggest flow of people. Like they're just constantly moving, right? So like, right. you just find a spot. I'm hanging out there. Every once in a while, someone will come by and like, let's, let's say it's like someone who is in a Carnage outfit or like a Star Wars outfit, like a Mandalorian. Right. That person wants to take a photo with me. That's when everyone comes. Like, that's when the waves it's, start coming. It's the groups. Now, when you saw somebody, say you saw like either another Venom or another Trooper, did you do that thing where you like, you point, you, you kind of like, oh, you yeah, you each other in the this, crowd. You go, yeah, go. yeah, exactly. Because like, you have the helmet on. So obviously you can't yell it at the person. Um, yeah. uh, uh, and, and so, yeah, you, you gesture to them and you basically you've just made a new best friend for those five minutes. So that's true. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, it's an insane experience. You know, it, it, once again, ask my wife. I'm a very <laughs> needy extrovert. Like I, I need constant validation. So cosplay is right up my alley. Like it's 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 like the most. It's like social media on, mm. on like steroids. So like what you've like done is you've you've bought a you've bought the game Dragon Con and you've purchased a cosmetic skin, 
And now you're standing in the town square with this new <laughs> cosmetic skin, wanting people to take screenshots with you. That's all. That's what just happened. That's and it. It's, and it's like, so you spend three <laughs> months working on this thing. It is. Yeah. And like when people say, oh, dude, that's awesome. That's mm -hmm. like, boom. That's right. like an endorphin. It's an endorphin rush. So every time you get, so if it's just a photo request or if it's someone's like, dude that's so oh that's all that you know i got a couple like that's the best one i've seen all day that that one like you have a a, a, a half chub yeah so like, when i <laughs> see when i showed when i showed my wife the picture of you in your in your outfit she was like it looks like he's dressed as a borg that had a allergic reaction to shellfish <laughs> that's <laughs> you that's another <laughs> that could be possibly but uh but yeah so it, it was it was fantastic the, the response that I got from people of the cosplay was great. I didn't win the um, the uh, costume contest. We can talk about the con costume contest, but I feel like that's another whole segment. But mm. um, anyways, yeah, co cosplaying. I did. I also did Mirror Universe Kirk, which wasn't as big of a hit, although I certainly should have done it at the the Star Trek panels. I should have cosplayed at those panels. That's mm. the place to do it. I was. It was a huge mistake. Anyways. So cosplay was my uh, number two. Acid, your thoughts? Uh, my number two was also the panels. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go to any, but they sounded fantastic. Hey, so two things. One, um, you can buy the DragonCon streaming app for ten bucks and watch um, all the panels and check out all the panels. Seriously, yeah. yeah. There's um, yeah, you know, like the main BlizzCon interviews that, that they were talking about, and yeah. then they also have like fan panels that people put together as well. Uh, and, and Anthony, I got to say, like, I, I don't do cosplay. I just don't have the endurance that you do, man. But, like, I totally get it. It's the same reason I do the moderation. Like, you yeah. say a joke on stage and everybody's laughing. It's the same reason we've met at a damn open mic, dude. Like, mm -hmm. you, you get on stage, you get that laugh, you get people say, oh, that was so much fun. I totally get it. It's just a different medium. But It's, it's the why same I'm a teacher. Honestly, it's why I'm a teacher. It's the like, same it's exact. It's the same concept. Yep. Dude, I make. Jeremy's I make, laughing. I don't know why Jeremy's laughing about that. <laughs> I make training materials and I make like videos for work. And so, same thing. I like to make something and then like, go, did you like the thing that I made? Look at. It. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody like this thing? Yeah, certainly. Most certainly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll kind of move on to number three. Tony, what you got? Did we run through everybody already? We did. All right. I so think, number three. I think so. I, I think we did. Jeremy, did we miss you? No, we got you. No, no, he, he also oh, yeah, said it panels. panels. It was panels. panels. That was the panel round. Uh, so number my number one, which again was not Paul Bettany. I had my number one pre-show when we talked about it was I'm gonna make it to uh, a via. Is it Aviva? Aviva. Aviva by Camille. Whoa! Here we go. I haven't, I haven't been. I've been a Dragon Con. I've lost count. Like 17 years, man. Never been to Aviva by Camille. I which mentioned is that on a Dragon Con town hall. And they were like, what? We, we got to do something. So Thursday afternoon, I was supposed to do a, like, social media segment with the, the, the group at Aviva by Camille. But my flight was delayed. And then, it, no, mm. actually, that wasn't true. My flight wasn't delayed. I got added to something else I had to do, and I just didn't have the time. So, like, I was walking to my hotel. I saw it because I cut through the food court, got off the train, cut through the food court. I was like, oh, there they are. I was supposed to be in that. I went and said hello. I was like, hey, everybody, can't make it. Got to go. I was in there, Anthony. I was in there 
and I didn't get food, and I had to leave. Wait, hold on. You still did not eat at a Viva by Camille? But that was Thursday. That was okay, Thursday. Okay. So then I think it was Saturday. I had an easier schedule. I was doing something. I was like, oh, you know, I need to eat. I was like, I'll cut through the food court and see what's popping off. And there it was. It was about 6.45. There was no line. Yeah, there was still a line, but it wasn't like out the door because they closed at 7. And I said, this is, this is it. This is, we're doing this. And I got in line, and I finally got my Aviva by Camille. Um, and I met Camille. And it was everything you said and more. Um, <laughs> and, and I did it. I was, I, I did it and it was delicious. It was, you know, people hype stuff up and then you're always just let down. Yeah, yeah. Nope. It was everything you said, everything everyone has said. I got like a I bunch, know of, free, your order. Tell bunch me of free samples, yeah. um, got some free baklava. I guess it was, you know, he was just like, here, here. All right, cool, man. Um, I think I got the lamb because I tried oh. it. Somebody said, get the chicken. They were like the, the, Roast chicken or rosary chicken, whatever they had. They're like, that's rosemary, the move. Right. Rosemary chicken is very delicious. Yeah. That one, the rosemary chicken. I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm open. But then he was like, here, here, try this, try this. And it was the, the lamb. And I was like, yeah, that's just pretty good. I was like, just give me that. So I got that. Um, uh, some rice, some hummus, and a third side. Now I messed up. I, I should, I added the hummus because I got the rice and I, I, the rice was okay. Like, man, that's, no, not yeah, so the, yeah, yeah, I agree with the, that. The hummus I, I should have gotten as my side. Um, and then what else, did, what else did I get? I don't even remember, dude, but it was all delicious. Some pita, of course. Um, so yeah, ate half of it, enjoyed it, took a little break Saturday night and then went and saw a uh, Cybertronic Spree, which is a bone. Oh, that's not one of my top three, but it was also good. Um, and then I went back and ate more food. So it was, it was a great evening. I feel like this is going to be the theme because food is my number. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, Matt, what you got? What's your number? Uh, what's your number one? I'm going to break the trend here. Mine was not food. Uh, if anything, I go to the food court between the hotels and I just go get like a great rep or something because like I'm on con. I used to go to, um, there is a burger brewery across the street from uh, the Hyatt. Uh, Max Loggers. I used to go there a lot. Um, check that place out if you can. But recently, it's like I'll just eat what's necessary to get back out on the con floor. So once again, I'm going to ride off the curtails of you, Anthony. Um, cosplay. Uh, because there is nothing like there, – there's that moment when you're in the hotel room and you're looking at the, you're looking at the costume and you're going to be like – I'm going to be, I'm going to feel so stupid walking out this. Nobody's going to know what this is. Nobody's going to like this. And you get in the elevator, the elevator's open. You're, you, you feel weird walking down the hamster tunnel at first, but then like the moment that's that one person, they may not take a picture, but that one person points at you and you say, Hey, that's a great looking, whatever. Like that's enough right there. The endorphins go flying. I'm on my high horse. I'm high as mm-hmm. fuck. And like, it's the greatest thing ever. Um, like I said, hunting for photos there's groups are the best so like when you guys do the group next year you think it's hard to get from one place to another uh but when somebody sees more than like three or four people together as something like yeah. you're, you're you might as that's where you live now uh you you live in the marriott now <laughs> um a bit of a, advice if you want professional photos go to the hilton steps all the photographers set up there because yeah. it's got really good lighting there's no direct sun that hits uh a lot of people set up under the staircases, so I've gotten some really good photos there. 
Um, I met like a really good photographer. He took, uh, I was dressed up as Leon from, I took it really easy this year. The past few years I've done these not complicated, but uh, very uncomfortable costumes. This year it's, it was basically a bomber jacket and just regular clothes. And uh, Resident Evil, you said four. Leon. Yep, Resident Evil 4 remake. So it's the big bomber jacket. Yeah. Um, I, I found the actual, the company that makes the actual, uh, the jacket that it's based off of. It's a company out of New York. So it's, it's a really cool jacket. It's, um, but yeah, yeah. And, uh, I met this really cool photographer named Gabe and like he, he, we got a bunch of really cool photos together. Uh, I met another guy named Brian. He like, and they'll, they'll give you like their Instagram. They'll take time to edit them and you'll get some really nice photos. So like I said, head to the Hilton steps, always head to the Hilton steps, um, Avoid like the big meetups because you get lost in the crowd. I used to do like the big Marvel meetups. Um, they're fun, but like you're like a speck at the top of the stairs somewhere at one point. So I was curious about that because I saw the Barbie one. It was like 400 people. That was cool though. That was it was cool. cool. Not gonna yeah, lie, that gonna was lie. cool because they're all like together. The same. Yeah, yeah, they're all uniform and like oh that was the uh, speaking of cosplay that. I love this culture so much. It's like, it's the happiest anybody ever is. Whenever a Barbie sees another Barbie or another Ken sees another Ken, they're always like, hey, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. And so like, it's <laughs> like, the culture is just so great. Like I said, you don't know these people, but like you see another Stormtrooper, you see another uh, Star Wars character, they'll they'll point you out, they'll get selfies with you or whatever. Um, but like, it's it's just really good. And the the worst thing about it though, and like I said once again, this is just the the endorphin rush. Is that when you're at a costume and you you run into somebody that you met while in costume and they don't recognize you? It's like, <laughs> hey, I was so and so, and they're like, get away from me, you weirdo. I mean, like it's, but like it's 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 still fun. It's still fun. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to point out is when I was uh, last year or the year before, or probably actually before the pandemic. I went as Loki from Avengers, so I had like these really big shoulder pads. I was like three layers of leather and the really big helmet. I lasted four hours. I want you to beat that next year because yours is probably like I'm pretty sure it's hard to move in that. You can't see shit. What's oh, what's your visibility like in that? So visibility is not bad. The only really? thing about so visible actually the visibility in this helmet i've had worse visibility in other and other venom masks right this, this visibility is not that bad the only thing is like i i really can't here see it oh. like around right so i and i oftentimes i can't tell if something is wrong on me so if like if my butt oh. flap is off or like a tentacle fell down like i can't <laughs> i can't tell so that's why i was gonna say that's why he said you need a handler, handler. get at him step well, it up We'll, 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 we'll fund Adam. How's that? How's that? We all chip in. We fund was, Adam. There you go. I have to, I have to quit my job first. I always, I always feel weird because I, I, I am literally by myself most of the right. time. Thursdays, both years, I've had people around me because that's just on Thursday night, no one's really, they don't really have plans. So they're just walking around. So like our group that we go with is kind of just with us. Or so I'm I'm cosplaying so they're just around so they can help out. But like on a Saturday and a Sunday, it's basically like you know own. they're off doing panels. I'm like you know what I kind of want to wear cosplay and do the right. whole spiel. So like I once again take the helmet off, take the uh, tentacles off, make sure I can see I'm not dropping anything as I walk there. Get to my spot, load up, and then just hang out. Like, so right. that's kind of been my strategy. And when I'm about to leave. You know, take everything right, back off. Right. You know, so 
yeah. my motivation has always been, especially like with the bigger with the bigger ones, is like it took me like an hour to get into this. I am not taking this off for like another four or so hours. Mm. So that's that's always been my motivation because like I'm not gonna get to wear this again. If I wear this to work, then you know, then we got HR, we got an HR problem <laughs> on our hands. So right. it's like value that time, take that into consideration, and if you can beat four hours, I'll 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 I'll, I'll buy you lunch. I'll buy you a drink. So. Oh wow. Okay. I'll take a drink. That's most certainly. Yeah. yeah. Sounds fantastic to me. But um, especially after wearing a costume for five hours, yeah, you don't need one. Hydrate. So I, I most certainly could do four hours. I think that would okay. be easy for me. But okay. I, I will say this: I think I'm retiring the Venom cosplay. I think I'm done. I think that's going to be on the mantle here, and I'm moving on to a new thing for the summer. No, uh, to be fair, no shame in rewearing costumes. Get at Target; they've got these giant bins. That's what I. That's why I carry all mine in, and I, I lug them into the hotel. I wore. I've worn my Loki for about five years now. Same thing with my Snake Eyes, and like it, it still gets the same attention every year. Um, so it's it's great to have like a wardrobe change every day. So like don't feel bad about bringing it back also another fun thing to do is have a night drinking costume something that's easy like i said uh starfleet Starfleet uniforms are the best to do the two best drinking costumes i think are starfleet uniforms and jedi robes so because like you don't have to worry about it falling apart and they look yeah so that's that's another issue that i ran into is like I, i so when i wear the mirror universe kirk i feel like even that was like if I wanted to enjoy my my time, even that was sort of dampering thing. Right. Because like, I, I had a dagger that kept falling off, and oh, like, like I had different sash. things. So like, if I, I need to find a good like cosplay, right. but I can I can just enjoy my night, kind of a kind of a right. thing. And but, yeah, yeah. And for the group, just go as a bunch of red shirts. Everybody loves red shirts. You lay in the ground, you, you act dead. People freaking love it. So, well, fantastic. I think I'm gonna do so for our blue group that we're gonna do, Jeremy. I'm do, so I, I bought, I'll say it, a an overpriced item. I spent a lot of money on a Starfleet jacket. So it's it's a science officer Starfleet jacket that I bought at Dragon Con this year. It was my it was my splurge. I was gonna ask. You get one item every year. Was that your one? I do. <laughs> I do. This has been a tradition every year. I get one item where I overspend on this item. I, I bought a jacket that's a science officer jacket, uh, blue, um, Starfleet uniform. Definitely over, <laughs> over, <laughs> over, you know, overpriced. Spent a lot of money on this jacket. Right. But uh, I'll be able to use it for next year if we right. if we do our blue uh, theme. And especially if you do like the night drinking costume, like if uh, a lot of people do the same things, like I said, there's a lot of Jedi robes out there, like change it up. It's like a friend of mine, he does a Starfleet uniform for his party outfit, but he does night crew. So they like tear off the sleeves, they put on like a Hawaiian thing. So it's like a night party version of those. And like for my Jedi Luke, I put on a baby carrier and put Grogu in it. And I did like a, uh, uh, um, a hangover mashup with Luke Skywalker <laughs> and Grogu. So, like I said, change it up, change it up, be creative with it, but still be. I think comfortable. I'm going to go Andorian. I've been looking into prosthetics too, like yeah. do Andorian, maybe oh, a little. If you're prosthetic. ready, blue. Yeah, because I'm going all blue, baby. Yeah. So, so Very yeah. Good. Excellent. All right, so Jeremy, what's your number one? What you got for us? Um, I don't know if it's number one. I didn't do them in any particular order. 
Um, but I did actually buy something for myself, uh, this year, at the vendors, which I'll likely use. Um, uh, so I got a pretty nice set of dice and a, and a rolling tray. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. I, uh, I of course bought a ton of comics and, um, novels that I'll never read. Um, <laughs> but I, I always buy them to try to support the, uh, the independent artists. Um, so they'll probably just go in my ever growing collection, but, uh, but yeah, the dice I actually, I, I will use, I rolled, a the first roll I ever did with them was a nat 20. So I have high hopes. Very good. So like, yeah, I gotta ask, like, it, it sounds like they were, they're not cheap dice. Like it sounds like they were maybe a little more than you would. Yeah. They were one fifty. So, so, like so did you, did you know what you wanted and you like beelined and got them or was it one of those like, Oh, I kind of want that. And then you walked around and kept coming <laughs> no, back so, to it. Like, ah. Um, so I'm a big Bowie fan and, uh, and I knew, I, I knew I wanted some dice. And so I've happened across a, uh, a set that was named Goblin King, and so I immediately bought them. I mean, that's meant yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah. I hate to bring Weird. it back to this, but it, it does relate. Somebody in the audience asked Paul Bettany if he ever dressed up as the Goblin King, considering his wife is Jennifer Connelly, <laughs> and he said, no, that's so weird. She was a child. He's <laughs> like, I would never do that. I was like, hey, they want you know the fans wanted to know. They got the deep questions. Very weird. Excellent. Should we talk about how expensive my my Starfleet uniform jacket was? Should yeah. I go I feel, ahead? I feel like out? you want. I feel like you want to. I'm going to you? I'm gonna say seven hundred. Well, it's not that much. <laughs> five. I was thinking five, all, Okay, four. good, good. I feel so much better. <laughs> it was 315 bucks for okay. the for That's just filth, the yeah. jacket. For just the jacket. Right. Okay. Is Fantastic. it in the room with you? It is not in the room with me. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. So we'll take we'll take your word for it. Yeah. You don't you don't it's, wear it's the nice shirt. Starfleet looking jacket. science officer jacket. Why don't you right. just keep adding on to your venom and you put so you wear your venom costume <laughs> and you put the jacket over the venom costume. <laughs> And now you're a Starfleet Venom. I thought slash uh, another mashup I could do was Cyclops. Just put the Cyclops visor on with a Starfleet jacket. Put like an oh, X Men yeah. thing on. Yep. Like just like a, a like a Star Trek Cyclops X Men cosplay mashup thing. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, but uh, very good. Jeremy, mm. should we talk about how we we may have found our favorite hotel that may be the hotel <laughs> for the rest of our con experience? Uh, sure. I've, uh, I mean, I don't know. Do you want to give the secret away? I was going to say, you're going to put that, like, take the cat out of the bag? I mean, to all of our three listeners, like, uh, I guess. Did you already we're... book it for next year? Like... Oh, have, yeah. Both, have... both of us have booked. We're both on. Should, should we? There you go. The, the best. So we have, me and Jeremy have stayed at many hotels uh, that throughout our shady, time. But all right. At Dragon Con. And not oh. even and not just a Dragon Con. Yeah. I should have let you finish. <laughs> right now. Me and him, me and him together. They're in a, uh, they're no, a hotel so right he, now. Yeah. So we've tried many different hotels. Jeremy famously had a hotel room at the Marriott, which he famously hated. Um Elevators. but uh, yeah, Matt Matt go first of all, I want to hear Matt Matt, what's your hotel? Go. Hyatt. 
I a legacy, so I don't have to fight every year. And I'm in one of the private towers where each floor only has about five rooms and mm. they're card access elevators, so I never have to fight for an elevator. Nice. Oh wow. Yeah. That's that's good stuff right there. Well well traveled, sir. Well done. Let's just say this. Me and Jeremy have found a hotel that is in many ways the perfect location. We never had a fight for a ho- for the the elevator with the room was great. Uh, just everything about it was fantastic. And it may be our favorite spot for the remainder of our time. Is it, a, is it a host hotel? It is not a host hotel. Then it's the Aloft. <laughs> it is not the Aloft. We have stayed at the Aloft. Oh, is it imaginary? It's not <laughs> it is imaginary. <laughs> It is a ma- <laughs> We sleep on the street. Imaginary by Hilton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think we should give away the because uh, maybe people don't know about it. We uh, think- all the beds I, are heart shaped. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Tony Tony knows what it is because we he guessed it on the uh, the pre show. Um, Did I? Because yeah. my guess would have been a loft. That's like no. The we one good one that's closer than the Westin. It's across from the food court. It's close to everything. I don't know any of the other ones, honestly. A loft is Keep farther. It a mystery. Than Isn't a loft a farther? Yeah. Not yeah. one of the Westins, obviously, because Westins are. It's not the Westin. Not no. the Westin. Yeah, very good. I will say the only negative about this particular hotel, this is the only negative of the whole thing, is that they don't serve coffee in the morning. Like, you can't go to like. A coffee station, right? And like, just <laughs> man's like, I don't care. Flip the table. No, like, flip the table. Game over. Coffee. Well, actually, get out of here. Hold on. So, this, 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 if you know me, this is a kind of a weird thing about me is that one of my favorite things to do at fan conventions is to wake up early in the morning and write. That's yeah, something you that, that. I, that, that makes sense. That's yeah. something that I get a kick out of for whatever reason. I call it a beta blocker. Because because you have so much endorphins going on that you need something to kind of like channel you. Mm. And the way that you sort of like you hamper that is like, I'm going to work on some stuff for a couple of hours. Like I'm going to get some writing done. I'm going to get some work done for a couple of hours. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to drink some coffee and I'm going to get work done. And it sort of like re-centers you. And then you can sort of like just experience those endor- this endorphin overload again. It's a weird thing. No, it makes sense though, man. The Hyatt has a, so Thursday, my Thursday, I was traveling. I was tired. I was cranky. I didn't eat well, like at all, honestly. And so by Thursday night, I was just, I was like, I'm calling in an early night. I'm done. But then, um, I got up early the next day and had breakfast at the Hyatt and it's, it's a little pricey for what it is, but it's a hotel breakfast. What are you going to do? But it was nice. Yeah, so, kind so of, it was the Hyatt. Is that the one that has the $30 breakfast buffet? Shway, Shway. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, Anthony. Yeah. That's exactly Ooh, what it was. I don't, yeah. I don't remember it being thirty. I think they, I think they hiked it up. Mm. I think it was twenty at one point. I think eighteen. It was like eighteen. I think one year. Yeah, yeah. so eighteen. That's fair. Like thir- and like, I was desperate. I was like, man, I need a really good meal. I need some water. I need some coffee. I need to like kick this day off right. <laughs> and I was like, fine, I'll pay the thirty. And I never went back. It was good. I was glad I got it, but I just never had a reason to go back. But they did give me a bottle of water on the way out. <laughs> and I was like, yo, that's worth like five bucks. Right? That's it. <laughs> Come back, you bottle, sucker. Bottle of water. Right. Breakfast. Um, I eat breakfast every morning. I eat it at that stupid 
pay by the pound place down in the Peachtree Center court. in the food court because it's hard to mess up breakfast, right? Like eggs, you know, a little bit of sausage, right? Like so, like every morning I can get all my eggs that morning. So that's it's pretty expensive now. That they've they've learned because back in the day that used to be the cheap breakfast. But they they've quickly realized that we can really hike up those prices during Dragon Con. So I'm paying about thirteen bucks per for breakfast. But really, when it's compared to the thirty dollars that you can, like, I mean, it's it's it's, it's, it's no brainer. And look, here's where I messed up. I know we're we're running out of time, but I, I got I was like, I'll get the breakfast. I got time. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna go. I went over like some stuff on my phone. Take my time. Enjoy my breakfast. First on the buffet was the scrambled eggs, so I got some eggs. And then after I made my plate, someone was like, oh, there's an omelet station. I was like, oh, oh yeah. fuck. I already – I committed to the <laughs> to the bulk scrambled eggs, and I really feel like I messed myself up. So I won't do that again. That's my takeaway. Uh, if you're coming omelets to Dragon Con and you're having the $30 breakfast at the Hyatt, uh, don't take the first eggs you see. Go to the omelet station. Go to the omelet station because then you can you can put whatever you want in that omelet. It's it's great. I had a not this year but last year. It was it was good, but um, I don't because I I remember I walked in there one day and I was like I better ask first of all how much this is just just kind of just and I said oh uh, by the way how much is it for breakfast she said oh, about thirty dollars I was like see you later yeah go I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to. Uh, the Peachtree Center. But anyways, Jeremy, number your number one. Uh, I already went. Yeah. I think we're done, dude. That was it. <laughs> oh, it's me then. It's me too. All right. So my number one, I don't think I've gone yet. It's going to be food. Yep. Like it always is. Because here's the thing. When I go to Dragon Con every year, whenever I go on, really whenever I go on vacation, like I typically eat pretty healthy relatively, like normally throughout my life, I, I try to eat healthy. But when I go to Dragon Con, I become a glutton. Like, just like, <laughs> it's like feasting. Just eat whatever I want. So the food it's vacation. is one of those, it's vacation. It's vacation. So for whatever reason, this theme was wings. Like, I had <laughs> the most wings that I've ever had in my life. Um, by the way, if you want really good wings, you want to go to um, High Velocity mm-hmm. in the Marriott. They got great wings. Um, it'll cost you a pretty penny and you don't really get anything with it. You just get the wings, but very delicious. Also, Jeremy, the, uh, our, our favorite bartender DJ, you didn't mention him. I thought you would mention him as one of your things, but, um, how he was putting drinks together. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm never going to say one of my three favorite things was drinking because <laughs> I'm not a lush why would that not be? That's definitely one of my favorite things. It's just it's number four. It's everyone's it's number, number four. four is, is, but so we went to a bartender who he, he was he was having fun. Like as is like he was being creative with his drinks. And it was it was fun. It was fun to because like basically, you know, we were waiting in line for a panel and Jeremy says, I found a bartender. I'm just gonna hang out here. And I was like Maybe we should leave this panel and just go to this bartender that Jimmy's talking about. So we go to the bartender, and um, he's he's there, and he comes up to me, and he's like, uh, you know, what are your favorite flavors? And I said, you know what? I like lime, and I like tequila. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, okay. 
by the way, that's the easiest possible to combination that you could put. To- <laughs> but anyways, so he put a drink together and it was delicious, but it wasn't like he was doing stuff like where he was burning the peel of a lime first. And like he was doing like the smoky drink that he made for Jeremy was very delicious, but that was fun. So I ate a lot of wings. I ate at Aviva three times. <laughs> no joke. Look, that'll uh, that'll set you back. Let's be real. Let's be honest. <laughs> actually, Aviva. So let me t- let another three hundred and fifteen dollars. I don't I don't work for Aviva. I don't get anything <laughs> from Aviva. Aviva happens to be my favorite restaurant in the world. Okay, um, as someone who goes went to Georgia State for a long time, oftentimes I would I would go there for lunch. The, it is it is my favorite place in the world, and for many reasons, the food is fantastic. But Camille. Camille is like the epitome of what like a business owner should be. Like he he gets it. Like he so Dragon Con he understands that Dragon Con is going to give him so much money, right? Everybody else in downtown Atlanta acts like this is a huge burden for them. He does not act like that. He like he's like he embraces everything about Dragon Con. He like and the people who cosplay as him, <laughs> really fantastic, mm-hmm. perfect. There's a group, perfect. like it's not just one person. Like it's a there's a group of people who thing. cosplay as Camille, right? Um, so, and I every every year I feel like he up he steps up the game. So like, you know, you wait in line. By the way, his line goes by super quick. Everybody else's line feels like it takes forever. If you go to Viva by Camille, Matt, I don't know if you've ever eaten there mm-hmm. before, have you? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, his line goes by super quick. So, if you want fast food, that's fantastic. You go there. But um, he's passing out cookies. He's passing out soup, which was delicious. He's passing out baklava. Like, I've had so much free food from him just waiting in line. Look, he gets it, man. Um, so, like, so I ate there three times. I had different things. I think I settled on my favorite meal, which happens to be falafel, a falafel <laughs> plate with salad on the side, some hummus, tabbouleh. I love tabbouleh. I will say his tabbouleh is delicious. Um, his, his hummus is delicious. I feel like even, like, he upstepped his game. As someone who used to like eat all the time on non-Dragon Con days, I feel like Dragon Con, he steps up his game in terms of the ingredients for during that week. So I don't know. It's it's just so fantastic to go and eat at Dragon Con, go to the different places. Uh, shoes is one of our favorite places to go. Jeremy, I know you mentioned that all the time. Um, but uh yeah, it was great. It was it was great to to eat and, and hang out with everybody. And that's that's my number one. Acid, your thoughts. Uh, my number one was the panels. Uh, <laughs> I loved the panels; they were great. That one guy that spoke and said that thing. Yeah, you remember? That yeah, loved. that real famous yeah. guy that couldn't talk about that movie because of the writer's strike. You remember that guy? Yeah, I love okay, that. Every thing. panel was great. The only thing I heard, <laughs> Paul Bettany wasn't. I was just like, he was. That must have been the moderated. second one. So someone did. I didn't do because he did two panels. Uh, that must have oh. been the the Sunday one. 
That's, that must have been it. <laughs> Someone else did it. Uh, Acid, since I don't get to talk to you, man, what, what what's going on with Mortal Kombat? Tell, Mortal, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, here we go. All right, Well, we go. today was day one of, of uh, early access, so it actually doesn't come out for another five days for all the, uh, the low socioeconomic oh. peasants who can't afford it uh, <laughs> right away. Uh, <laughs> Do you play the beta or anything? No, I didn't get into the beta. I'm not that oh. famous yet. I'm still working on that. Hopefully, in about 20 years, it'll be. I'll be do, ready uh, to go. But uh, I do have a question. Yeah. So I was looking at, at buying it. What's the difference between the regular and the premium edition? Uh, extra skins and stuff, mm-hmm. and and you get the you get the first the, the first combat pack is included, so you just don't have oh, to pay for it. DLC extra later. people, yeah, you get the first season DLC included with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty good. I mean, I've only played it for a couple of hours, but for for what it is at the moment, the story it, it does not disappoint. It's it's like playing a movie it is so was, nether realm does so good with their story i don't i don't know how they do it every time but the story is solid they have rebooted the entire franchise like it's a it's brand new it's it's very similar and it does kind of pick up from 11 because of the whole i don't know Luke Kang. yeah so you know raiden's still there but Luke kang is now the, the fire pr- god protector of earth realm so it's mm-hmm. It, it's a really good storyline. So I didn't finish it yet, but so far so good. And um, the the tag in tag out characters, I'm still getting kind of used to. Um, it's kind of weird, but um, I think I think it'll be okay. And it's very slow. Like the gameplay is a lot slower than than previous Mortal Kombat's. But I'm 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 okay with that because you know I'm getting older, and, and if you <laughs> slow things down, I'm okay with that. So, uh, but. I think I'm going to, I've already registered for, for a combo or not registered, but went ahead and uh, got my uh, combo breaker con hotel room booked for next year. Are you um, competing this year? I'll be competing this year. Ooh. Uh, Mortal Kombat one, like I did a couple of years ago. And uh, hopefully I'll get, I'll get on the main stage. So who's your main? Nice. Barack is my main. Oh, oh, wow. You're mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. So, so you get it early, like, because you're, I mean, obviously, like you like it, it's fun. But like, you're yeah. into it, as in, y- you want to get good. You're going to compete. You're going to mm-hmm. awesome, man. Good luck with all that. Yeah, was posted. I, I want to get good, and it's, I've got plenty of time to do so. I mean, I know some of these guys that go to these fighting game conventions. Other than, I mean, other than Combo Breaker, they play four, five, six different games. I just, I don't know how they do it, and they, they do very well. I just, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I like to stick with my one focus. That's what I want to do. And I went, I went two and two last time I did it. So hey, too, nice. Too bad. Can we plug your channel. Do what? Can we plug your channel? Plug it. What is it? Can I'm asking you to do, do it. it. I'm acid, asking you to do it. What's your acid, channel? Acid Train. It's all On acid uh, train Twitch or Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, everything. Everything's Acid Train. Well, very good, excellent. Yeah. So I know we've been kind of running along here. Uh, acid, I know you've been. You have moved on from Diablo. I'm still playing Diablo with the squad. I tried, See, man. The next, I'm the so next disappointed. Coming up, maybe you can get back into it. I don't know. Uh, you I'm know, they're going to need to do a lot. I was, you know, I thought Diablo 3 was bad. Nope. Diablo 4 is way worse. It's, was it any worse than Halo, though? Halo was the worst, right? Halo, Halo was Halo. Look, I got, I spent 300 hours playing Halo with you guys. I didn't even make it that far in Diablo. Like I beat the game 
And then when season one came out, they were like, oh, hey, guess what? You get to do all that stuff you just did. You get to do it all over again. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this again. I've already done it. Yeah, <laughs> Why do I want to do it again? <laughs> I can understand. <laughs> I'm finished. All right. Well, that was our Dragon Con so. review. Thank you so much for the three people who are watching right now. And those of you who are watching at home, Tony, Matt, it was great to have you on again, like every year. Maybe, maybe next year. When I see you, you'll say hi. Well done. <laughs> that requires me to talk to people. That's true. That's true. But it's definitely good to have you on. Uh, Jeremy asked it. Good to have you here as well. That is our show for today. Goodbye, everybody.